You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. We have a transformative week full of planetary transits. We have a lot going on. We have a sign change and we have two planets going direct this week. The sun is going into Aquarius, which should help us gain an ego boost from humanitarian efforts and intellectual pursuits. Mercury goes direct in Capricorn this week, allowing us to see how we've gotten our priorities straight since the end of December. And the modern ruler for Aquarius, Uranus, is going direct this week, showing us how we've revolutionized our lives since August. The vibes on the graph absolutely reflect the interesting week we have ahead of us. Starting from the 16th all the way up till the 21st, we have a good luck energy, which is mixed in with ambitious energy. With the stuff we have going on transit-wise, we are going to want to move mountains. We are going to want to get up and go. We are going to want to get up and do things where we might have felt stuck. Especially if we felt stuck for so long, this is going to be a very motivating week. With all these planets going direct, we already have Mars direct as of the 12th of of last week week. Mercury going direct this week and we have Uranus going direct this week so it is going to be a week where we feel like there's some momentum popping up for us. But this good luck energy is going to help in terms of seeing all the possibilities, having more opportunities in front of us, and potentially something that will be fortunate for us in the long run. Intersecting that is psychic energy, and psychic energy is the highest on the graph throughout this week. So from the 19th all the way till the 22nd, we have a lot of psychic energy going on. This is going to be a week where we're feeling more extrasensory than typical. This is going to be a week where we're picking up things. This is going to be a week where we're having more intuitive downloads and also prophetic dreams. So this could be one of those weeks where you know just we're a little sensitive to energies as well too and picking up other people's vibes and i say that because emotional sensitivity will be present along with solitude energy going from the 20th all the way to the 22nd so we could be picking up on other people's vibes and in a lot of ways when that happens it, it makes us not necessarily the most social although family and friends is intersecting that so there may be moments where you know you're having to deal with people although you're not really wanting to and you're picking up on other people's vibes and sometimes picking up on other people's vibes can make us feel extra sensitive because we could be picking up on anxiety and other things that are going on with other people. So try to protect your energy the best way you can. Mental energy will also be present within this too. So again, this could be a time of introspection and wanting to be in our heads as a result of a lot of this. So yeah, this is definitely a colorful week. Let's look at the next bunch of days and see what we can expect. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. As a reminder, don't forget to like and subscribe because it helps this channel grow. And if you'd like to support the work of this channel, you could do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee. There's a link in the description box below. On the 17th, Venus is going to make a semi-square with Jupiter. Venus and Jupiter, when they get together, it's a party. One of the reasons why we're seeing some of the good luck vibes is because of some of the Jupiterian stuff and the Venus stuff that's occurring through this week. And with this, it's 
a very risky energy. We can have lucky moments with this. However, we have to be aware of what's going on because this is one of those energies of being very impulsive and not having a care in the world and kind of just wanting to go after whatever you want to go after and not necessarily thinking about the results that might and not being so concerned about the outcome of something. So we do want to make sure that we're being aware of our activities because this is great for going overboard and overboard can be anything overboard because we're dealing with Venus and Jupiter can have a gambler sort of energy. And I'm not saying you're going to go out that day and gamble, but again, it's risk-taking energy. And so we might end up overspending or overdoing some of it and regretting it later. So you want to be aware of that within this energy. There's a tendency to overdo it when it comes down to relationships as well. So this can bring out a side of people which is exaggerated when it comes down to romance. So you could be dealing with people who are not really super genuine. They're the types that butter you up and go overboard when it comes down to the charm. So this type of energy, even though it can be fun because it does have a fun side and I honestly as overboard as it is I welcome it compared to harsher transits it's just one of those things where you want to make sure you're not getting too carried away on too many feel-good things because you can end up just having like remorse about it later the next day on the 18th mercury goes direct mercury went into the shadow period on December 12th 2022 and went retrograde on December 29th 2022 so we've been in this retrograde period for over a month now counting the shadow period and the actual motion of the retrograde. So think back to what was going on with you involving Capricornian themes in your life. Has this been a time where you've been getting your priorities straight? Was this a time to work on self-imposed restrictions or revamp your reputation and image? Has this been a time where you've been setting proper perimeters around other people and yourself? In other words, setting proper limits, setting proper boundaries with yourself and other people. Has this been a time where you've been working on family issues? With Capricorn energy, we deal with parental issues. We deal with masculine energy most of the time. However, this could be someone who has a dominant role in the family. This could be a female figure who's more dominant in personality so, or the more dominant parent in a situation. So this could have been a time to resolve things with that. Has this been a period where you've been looking at work-life balance and trying to avoid burnout or experience burnout and now you're recovering from that period where you've overworked yourself and this retrograde has served as a way of you slowing down and looking at what you need to pare down with? Because when we deal with Capricorn energy, we deal with contractions. So if there have been things that have been bogging you down because you have way too many responsibilities, this could have been a time of paring those things down and making sure you're putting your focus on everything that's working and letting go of the things that aren't working, doubling down on the things that are bringing benefits to you versus the things that are just a waste of time. Has this been a time where you've been working on your maturity and your mentality overall, where you're taking a more serious approach to life and becoming more responsible and learning how to do that in a way that's going to be consistent and effective? Has this been a period where you worked on judgment issues? Judgment issues have a lot to do with harsh judgment when it comes down to ourselves, our internal dialogue, but also being overly critical of others. And on the other end of that, it could be putting a stop to situations where someone has been overly critical on you and not accepting their harsh judgment that they've been pushing or projecting onto you. Has this been a time where communication has had a weird side to it? And I say a weird side in the sense where it's had an icy tone, it's had more of a cruel tone, and you're working on the way you speak to others, again, the way you speak to yourself, or you're working on those relationships where people don't necessarily know how to respond or show vulnerability or empathy, or again, that's overly critical thing 
this overly critical pattern pops up again within this in terms of communication or dealing with communication that's just downright, like I said, cold and dismissive. And communication wise, this could also be about looking at throwing your weight around when you're communicating with other people or dealing with people who try to dominate the conversation. So these things could have came up. This is definitely one of those retrogrades that's a little bit harsher because we're dealing with Capricorn energy. Retrogrades in itself, they're not meant to be scary. They're meant to help us develop and work on things and resolve things. At the same time, there are some retrogrades that have a lighter tone than others. This one in itself can have a bit of a heavier tone and a more gloomier tone to it. So hopefully you guys have been able to push through a lot of your obstacles to reveal your true potential and work through a lot of these issues so you can move forward. Mercury will leave its post shadow on February 7th and will finally leave Capricorn on February 11th and move on to Aquarius. That same day, the sun is making a conjunction with Pluto. And this is an annual thing between the sun and Pluto through its synodic cycle. This has a new moon sort of energy because it's a conjunction. So this is a fresh start between the sun and Pluto. So this may be a time to start the process of transforming certain circumstances in your life. In other words, if there's been a lot of unwanted behavior, patterns, addictions, or things that have no are no longer serving you and need to fall off, this could be your period to start fresh. This could be a time where you feel more motivated than ever to work on your coping skills and heal from things that you might have repressed that need your attention. This could be a time of connecting with your emotions more deeply. This could be a time of looking for substance in your life. And substance could be substance with the people that you're around, substance within yourself, going deeper on certain topics, being more profound in your thinking, connecting with your more spiritual side, connecting with deeper meanings of things. And deeper meanings of things could be uncovering answers of things that are extensive things that are extensive could be anything to do with esoteric topics, anything to do with research, anything to do with science, anything to do with technology, occult knowledge, and just a lot of life's hidden mysteries. One of the things that happens within this energy, things come to light within this energy. So if there's been anything secretive, this tends to come out within this energy. Sometimes secretive is not a bad thing. Sometimes it could be a nice surprise. Sometimes it could be an uncomfortable thing, depending on what side you're on. If you're in the higher vibration of this energy, this tends to be uncovering something that's more delightful than anything else. You usually don't use the word delightful when it comes to Pluto, but easier energy than it typically is. But if it is something that's going on around you that may be unscrupulous, a lot of the times those things come out. But whatever the circumstances, this is the type of energy that we use to transform our circumstances so we can boost our confidence and feel more self-assured of ourselves. So hopefully this energy helps you stand in your personal power. That next day, the sun enters Aquarius. Happy birthday, Aquarians! It's your turn to be inventive. As we leave the traditional approach to Capricorn energy, we shift to a tone that deviates from the norm. And I say deviate from the norm because Aquarius is about originality, is about shining for being original, and it is about boosting your confidence through being outside of the Rubik's Cube. So Aquarius helps us get out of our comfort zone and try new things because doing everything the same way all the time leads to stagnation. And this sign isn't about that. The sign is about pulling ourselves out of any type of ruts that we've gotten ourselves in and finding solutions to complex problems so that way we can level up. This is the energy where we upgrade everything in our lives so that way we're always making progress. And in this energy, we realize that we can't do everything by ourselves and we need community around us. We need other people around us. We need other people to help us. In Capricorn energy, it's about going at it alone and facing your challenges on your own. 
So it's about self-determination and it's about building a solid structure. But once you've built that solid structure and the systems are set in place, you also need other people to make the world go round. Once you've built that, you need community. So this is why Aquarius energy is known as the friendship sign because it's about taking something that's already been created and building something better with others. Because with the group, we can make more progress rather than doing things all on our own. But also for this reason, this is where the sun connected with Aquarius runs into a snag because the sun is in detriment in Aquarius. This is because Aquarius is the opposite of Leo and the sun is the ruler of Leo. The sun is about shining for being a unique individual and it is about selfhood. It is about having a sense of self and stepping away from the group so that way you stand out for your own unique talents. Aquarius is about inventiveness within the group, but also embracing your individuality within a group setting. So combined with the sun, this is where it can run into problems. The sun energy is very individualistic and Aquarius energy and agenda is all about the group and doing group dynamics and focusing on others rather than ourselves. So it doesn't necessarily flow as easy, but does this mean we're going to have a hard time in Aquarius? Absolutely not. It's actually a great time when we're in Aquarius season. Aquarius season is one of my favorite seasons personally. It comes at the time of year where we're over the winter. I mean, the winter, we still have a lot of winter left. And if you live in a cold weather city, you start getting that cabin fever and you're just ready to get out and do things. And this is what I love about the energy because it promotes being active. It promotes connecting with people again. It promotes getting together with our close relationships and our friends. So this could definitely be a time of a lot of fun and adventure and seeking out social going to shows, going to concerts, just overall feeling more social than we have been feeling over this last month. This also pronounces the need to be more open-minded about things and connect with our intellectual side. So this energy promotes more high-minded thinking. We can feel more comfortable in our own skin in this energy. In other words, this is a type of energy where you feel free and independent and and free yourself about what other people think about you, which is lovely about this energy because you're not walking around caring about what other people think about you and you're living life on your own terms. This also has a humanitarian energy about it and about rolling up your sleeves and helping your fellow man and just overall looking at how you contribute to society. Of course, this energy has this lower vibration to it and with this energy, sometimes we could be too detached in this energy emotionally. It is not one of the most emotional signs. It's, 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 an, it's an intellectual sign. So we do have to be aware of being overly detached. We have to be aware of being cold. We have to be aware of intellectual arrogance within this energy. Also, our rebellious side can take over and that could be problematic as well. Nothing wrong with being a rebel. However, there's always a lower expression to that as well, like there is with anything. And this could definitely inflate that and rebelling just for the sake of rebelling, rebelling because you're bored and that sort of thing. It could be inflated within this energy. Other than that, let's enjoy these cutting edge vibes of Aquarius season. Interestingly, we might be able to stay grounded because Venus will be making a conjunction with Saturn on that same day. So there are some mitigating factors to that day of getting our priorities straight, especially when it comes to love life and finances, despite the fact that we've got some harder transits with the Mars stuff and the Neptune stuff. This one is more grounded. It's actually pretty serious and it can have a little tone of gloom to it. However, with all of the chaotic energy that's going on on that day, we could use a nice grounded tone. The reason why it has such a serious tone is it causes us to look at where we need to get our priorities straight in our love life and our finances. It causes us to look at deeper commitments in our lives, what we want in our love lives, how we want to go about it when it comes down to our romantic situations, and to truly make things concrete in our lives. 
Some of the other reasons why it has a little bit of a gloomy tone to it is because when Venus and Saturn connect and in what's considered a potent alignment because it's a conjunction, Venus and Saturn together can sometimes have a dampening effect. Sometimes it can have a little feeling of gloom and just not feeling optimistic so much about love and relationships. Some conjunctions are easier than others and this one tends to have a little bit of that harshness. It can have a feeling of loneliness or having a moment of realizing that you might feel lonely because you're not picking the right types of people. That happens to be a negative side but also in a positive way it nudges you in the right direction so that you are prioritizing what you need to prioritize so you are picking the right people you are setting limits with yourself when it comes down to certain dating types you are actually looking at the things that waste your time in, in relationships so it gets you on the right track so that you're committing yourselves to the right types of people in dating situations this could be a period of reevaluating if you're committed to the right person or committing to a person that you feel is a very sure thing you feel secure with you feel like there's longevity with so you end up cementing things if you're already in a committed relationship this may be a time of reaffirming your commitment or analyzing where your commitment's going overall and because of this combination sometimes there can be an issue of vulnerability so if your relationship isn't it doesn't have the passion that it needs if it lacks vulnerability there can be some problems that can arise with this so this is a mixed bag alignment for this reason it's great for getting back on track and getting serious about your commitments especially commitments with you know relationships of course also commitments when it comes down to your job your career your finances getting back on track when it comes down to your financial situation so this could be a time where you're looking at all your resources and you're finding a way to get stable you're finding a way to find a sure thing that you can commit yourself to to make more money and income and getting you on a long-term plan that will help you yield financial results that are long-lasting. So use this alignment to get back on track with all of your situations involving Venus and Saturn. The next day, we have a post-shadow alignment with Mercury and Mars. Mercury is going to make a quincunx with Mars, which is the continuum of some of the harder alignments that we've dealt with with these two planets together since the Mars retrograde. The last time we had this quincunx was on the 13th of November, and so this can bring up edgy conversations from that time. Those things can resurface anything that was left unresolved in terms of just misunderstanding the way someone was communicating. Also, not being aware of the way you're communicating to people because since this is a quincunx, we deal with blind spots within this energy. So sometimes we don't realize how we're communicating with others. Sometimes we don't hear the sound of our own voice and we may have been conveying ourselves in a way that came off either arrogant or irritating or antagonistic in some sort of way, even if we didn't mean to or overly sarcastic in some sort of way. And the result of that was pissing someone else off, making someone else angry or just not understanding why other people are taking us the way they're taking us. So this could be a time to resolve some of that. Some of these themes can come up still there still could be some miscommunication but because we're in the post shadow this is generally the resolution point so hopefully this helps bring everything out in the open with others so that way you're able to talk things through and patch things up that might have gotten misconstrued and that's going to be necessary because on that same day we've got a hard alignment with venus and neptune venus is going to make a semi sextile to neptune which is going to open us up to seeing where we've been unrealistic in love life situations. This could be a time where we're either hearing something that we kind of already knew, but we were just in denial about, and now we're having to face it. Now we're having to work through this. It could feel like finally coming to a conclusion about something that you didn't really want to deal with in terms of financial situations. But overall, it's going to show us areas where we rejected the truth in situations because we weren't able to deal with them at the time. We just didn't really necessarily want to see it for what it was because we wanted Wanted everything to be exactly the way we dreamed it to be, but it's not exactly happening in that way, especially in love, life, and financial situations. And
And again, this doesn't mean that, you know, you're going to leave these situations right away. This means that you're kind of coming to terms with some of these situations. So this could be a period of dealing with that and sitting with those emotions and finally looking at where you can find a solution to these problems, whether that's moving forward or whether that's confronting the situation. This is going to give you that nudge you need to actually take action within these problems. And it's very possible that can come out the next day because on the 22nd, Mercury's making a semi-score at Venus and this is the second one we're getting. The last time we had this was on January 11th. The last time was in the form of a semi-sextile. This is a semi-square, but it still carries that same tone of awkward interactions within relationships. If there's been something that was going on that was disingenuous within a relationship, this may be a time to speak things out, especially because Mercury is in its post-shadow. This could be an opportunity to resolve those things. This generally results in calling people out for deceptiveness in communication or deceptiveness in relationships or calling someone's bluff that may come off as if they're sugarcoating something or sweet talking you in some sort of way or trying to butter you up or have an agenda. This generally comes out within this energy. And it could feel like you're suddenly ha- finding your voice within all of this, especially with all the alignments that are going on through this weekend. It can feel almost shocking in a way the way you might speak to other people, especially with something that's happening that same day. Uranus is going direct that same day. So this could have you suddenly finding your voice in a lot of situations. Uranus entered its shadow period on May 7th of 2022, then went into its retrograde motion on August 24th, 2022. So think back to those dates on what was going on with you regarding revolutionizing your life. Have you felt like you've had an abrupt wake-up call to overhaul certain things in your life that are no longer working and break up stagnation? Has this been a period where you're having sudden breakthroughs about situations in your life that have been stagnant or even seeming unsolvable? Has this been a period where you're starting to be true to yourself and stop repressing your own needs? Has this been a period where you felt as though you can no longer be inauthentic and you have to be yourself completely? Has this been a period where you're starting to move towards goals and dreams that you've had that you're no longer suppressing to make other people feel uncomfortable? Sometimes we stop doing us and stop being ambitious in certain areas of life to make other people happy, whether that be family, whether that be a spouse. Sometimes you let go of dreams. Sometimes you let go of like ambitions that you have within your life. And this could be a period where you're going back to those things and you're just deciding that you can no longer hold this back because this is is something that you wanted to do for a long time and it's not fair for you to hold back or not pursue a dream goal job college whatever it may be degree of some sort to make other people happy so this could be a time where you're prioritizing your personal freedom of expression this could be a time where you're becoming more self-reliant this could be a time where you're really truly genuinely stepping into who you are has this been a period of a spiritual awakening because a lot of times with uranus it helps us reconnect to that side of ourselves. Yes, Uranus is more intellectually focused. However, it can invoke a spiritual awakening of sorts for certain people. But overall, the energy of this retrograde is liberating. So this could have been a period of you liberating yourself from all of these things in your life. That way you can be the person you're meant to be without no longer needing the approval of others. Uranus will move out of its shadow period on May 9th, 2023. So from now until then, you'll still be moving through some of these areas, but this time with more clarity and the ability to take more action on all of these things that Uranus governs. So yeah, this was a profound week. I hope you all have the best week ever later and see you in the next episode.